<laughs> so the other guy says, well, one is a cunning runt. Oh, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. I don't, there's no uh, <laughs> non-awkward segue into the beginning of this show. So uh, we have a question for you. How'd they pay you for that? <laughs> You'll tell us. Also, one really awkward would-you-rather situation. And toys. Still got any? We'll get to that and more. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this is the Morning's Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. Do you remember John Larroquette? Yes. We more get to see him a lot on TV now again. That's right. Most well-known for the show Night Court and the new show Reboot of Night Court. Night Court again. Don't really think he's done much other stuff. But did you know that John Larroquette was also the guy that read the prologue in the movie from 1974, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Scary. At the time, Tobe Hopper, who made the movie, was buddies with John, who was a bartender, said, hey, dude, we read this for my movie. And he did. And it sounded like this. For them, an idyllic summer afternoon drive became a nightmare. The events of that day were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now apparently, a trigger sound, man. <laughs> on his way out of the vocal booth, Toe Hopper gave him a bag of weed, <laughs> and John clapped him on the shoulder and said, best of luck with your movie. And that was it. That's Imagine what, he, that's what he, he got paid in weed. At the bar, happy hour gone long. Hey, man, you got a great voice. Yeah. Can you voice this for me? Yeah, sure, whatever. And you never know. You never know. He did end up coming back to voice stuff for the subsequent sequels, like way, way down the line. I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that, uh, that I honestly got like a chill hearing the voice again. Did you go see it in a theater? I saw it at a drive-in. Oh, great. And I was 12. Oh, that's not good. Not good at all. My friend's cousin, older cousin, and his girlfriend took us. Bad. You can go to the drive-in if you take your sister and exactly. your cousin, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, let's teach them a lesson. They'll never want to go to the drive-in again. No kidding. <laughs> Do you guys need to pee? No. Too late. Oh, wait. <laughs> so we're curious. What's something you were paid for, not in cash, that you did for work? So it's kind of like, I guess, a, almost a barter. Yeah. So you did a gig or you did a, like, maybe you did someone's deck and they paid you an elk meat. I don't know. What's something that you did? Steak and wine. I did steak that. and wine is good. You got paid for steak and wine? No, I paid steak and wine. Oh, for you paid steak and wine. Hosted the barbecue. Please help me make a deck. That's a good idea. Yeah, and it worked. Well, it worked. Got a nice deck out of it for my uh, brother-in-law and friends and stuff. That right. was many years ago. It's a very common maritime thing to have a painting party. So you buy all the paint, you buy all the supplies, and everybody comes over and you like a potluck and everybody comes and helps out. It's fun. But for specific jobs... I once hosted um, the finale of a TV show. It was a show called um, Pop Stars that used to run on Global, which was before Canadian Idol. Wow. And I was a judge on the second season, and then I came back for the third season, and I hosted the, the grand finale. Fun. And um, the guy that, that owned the company that made the, the show said, I, I can pay you X, or tell you what, we're moving the office. I heard you're redoing your rec room. I'll give you that pool table. So I'm like, yeah. So I did the gig for, for a pool table. How'd Sherry feel about that? Well, funny story. <laughs> she was very happy about it. I came home and I said, guess what, babe? I'm going to do the gig for a pool table so we don't have to buy a pool table. She's like, awesome. 
what color is the felt? And I'm like, oh, it's purple. She's like, cool. So she redid the whole rec room, our whole, based on the color of the felt. Nice. And then when the pool table was delivered, the felt was red. What? So, so the color scheme was completely, completely wrong. So that was a fun conversation that I totally, totally screwed up. So let us know, 11977. <laughs> What is a job that you got paid for in something other than money? I think more people than we know of have done this type of barter or trade. Of course, you declared it on your taxes later because obviously, disclaimer, nobody wants to get sued. It's under that you got to do what you got to do banner. Yeah. A little known fact, Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin paid for Led Zeppelin 1 in Pantene shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is not true. Cashmere. From physical graffiti and some Pearl Jam. It's better, man. No, we learned this morning, some of us, you might have already known this, John Larroquette, who you know from Night Court and the new reboot of Night Court, which, by the way, got huge ratings. It's good. I watched an episode. Yeah, you liked it? Yeah, it's funny. And I don't remember her name, but she's great. The girl from Big Bang. I don't remember her name either, but she's is the judge. the judge. She come to judge. And her voice from Big Bang? Not a real voice. <laughs> Go figure. So we also, this is what we learned about John Larroquette. In 1974, he was paid in weed... To narrate the movie... The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Triggered Sharon totally. right there. Oh, my gosh. So we're curious. What's something you did some work for or somebody you did some work for? And how did they pay you? From Glenn and St. Hubert, I volunteered at the Legion in Greenfield Park. I usually get rewarded in pints. Nice. That's a theme that we're seeing at 11977. Yep. How about this one? When I was in college, a friend carpooled with me. She didn't have any cash to contribute for gas, but I got one of the muffins her mother baked every morning. Oh, your mother's muffins. That's nice. That is sweet. Yeah. Phil DJed a new club, Blue Dogs. Did it for six months for a bar tab. Cool. Blue Dog in Montreal. That was a cool, cool club. Great DJ. He was always really? lubed up, though. <laughs> he was always paid, air quotes. Uh, back in the day, I bailed hay all day at my best friend's family's farm in Nova Scotia. Wade says we were paid in food, plenty of it, and vodka. It, it was is. great. <laughs> it is a good day for hay. hay. Spent a week in Mexico. Ended up playing with the bar band. Owner paid me with shots of mezcal. And Roger repaired computers for bottles of rum. Wow. Pro tip, always get your computer repairman to work before you give him the rum. That's true. Uh, there's this one I'm sure was a, a voice to text because it says, I installed a kitchen sink for a woman and I got paid and six. I'm pretty sure he didn't get paid and six. Will they get paid in then? Insects. Oh. He didn't sign the text, but we know it's you. Right. Not you, Jay, but Also Sandro. nice to know that you have uh, <laughs> a new search term for you porn. And six. Kitchen sink. <laughs> 7900977. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. What'd you do and get paid for? In not money. Pierre's been on hold. Pierre, what's your story? <laughs> I rebuilt a friend's uh, motorcycle engine for a compression gauge. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was an easy task. It was just a two-stroke engine, so it wasn't that complicated. But my friend had no knowledge of mechanic at all, so... I can understand was, your friend's position. <laughs> so who got paid so for was, what now? I'm confused. I did get paid for uh, for rebuilding an engine. You didn't get paid? No, he, no, he didn't get paid, but he got... What was it called? A compression? Compression cage. Compression cage. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a tool in mechanics, so it helps you know uh, the status of your engine. So, uh, 
since I was uh, really involved in motorcycle back then, uh, it was it was great tool to get. Oh, good. While I don't yeah. understand a word you said, I guarantee you there are motorcycle mechanics listening right now going, sweet deal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Would You Rather Wednesday on Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Some deep thoughts from the shallow end of the pool. Just going to warn you ahead of time. This is um, today's question is <laughs> nightmare fuel. Yeah. For Would You Rather Wednesday. But that's part of the fun because we're all in this together. <laughs> we all have an opinion. We all have a choice to make. Yeah. I'll make the rules, man. We just <laughs> find the questions. You ready? Today's Would You Rather Wednesday question. Would you rather. <laughs> would you rather. Walk in on your parents having sex. Oh. Or have them walk in on you. Now, Ugh. I'm sure both instances have happened. Feel free to share 11977 or 790-0977. I have the briefest of memories of walking in on my mom's. And uh, my mom used to date this dude named Raisin. Raisin? His name was Raisin. My mom... Proud flag waving hippie man <laughs> since day one. And um, Raisin was one of her boyfriends. He was a nice guy. Yeah. And um, the, the loudest I'd ever heard him speak was when I walked in and he looked up and went, Get out! <laughs> and it sounded at the time when I look back, here's how it sounds in my head now when I put myself back in that moment. Get out. <laughs> Slow motion. I don't remember seeing a lot, but I do know even at that age, I knew what was going on. Wow. So, yeah. So, if I had to land on one side of this, I'm going to say I'd rather walk in on my parents because I've had that happen and I've dealt with it and I've moved on. That's what I think it is. I think I've I packed mine away so tight. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, I think I'll pick that one too. Uh, because I packed mine away so tight. Because you remember, you open the door and you close the door, and there, there's so much possibility of oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. But you're a kid. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. Go outside and play. You know no. how you know how when if if you go to college or you ever have a roommate, there's the old um, you tie a bandana to the door or a scarf a to the door as a signal. Of, yeah, for sure. I had a buddy in high school. <laughs> Speaking of nightmare fuel, he, he came into school one morning. He's like, Ugh. I'm like, what? He's like, dude, whenever my parents are going to, you know, have some alone time, they always put an ottoman in front of their door so that when we were kids, we wouldn't come in. And they just kept doing it as I got older. And now every time I walk by and I see it, I'm like, <laughs> so your would you rather Wednesday question today? Would you rather walk in on your parents or have your parents... Walk in on Vu. We've got a text already from Steve, who's also, I think, done a good job at packing things away because he said, <laughs> Jay, Sharon, I wouldn't want either one to happen again. <gasps> Steve, I think that prompts another text. <laughs> Let it all out, man. Share with us. Sharon and I haven't been quietly rocking back and forth <laughs> saying, it's almost over. It's almost over. It's almost over. What makes it feel better is reading that everybody else has had similar experiences, which is nice. Thank you for sharing, everybody, at 1197.7. Your Would You Rather Wednesday question today. Would you rather walk in on your parents or have your parents walk in on you? <laughs> Either way. <laughs> not, not a good time. From 1197.7.
so many of you have also picked up that you've become a hashtag. Hashtag nightmare fuel. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is. Uh, and even some uh, side side tracks too, like uh, Nelson wrote, Good morning, guys. I walked into my boss while he was waxing the carrot. Oh, he's making a salad. <laughs> Uh, then Zach from Long Guy wrote, uh, uh, I walked in, I walked on my parents a few weeks ago on New Year's. I wasn't supposed to be home. Wanted to surprise them. I guess it was a surprise. I'd prefer not seeing that again. Can't imagine. Actually, I can't imagine. And I, like I said, I'm still trying to pack that back up. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, this is... This is one of those ones. My wife and I heard our son <laughs> headed for our room. We stopped. He came in and asked why mommy was crying. She was not crying. And we told him we were <laughs> watching an emotional movie. Sighed in relief. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. It happens. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> let's finish with this one. Hi, guys. My mom walked in on my girlfriend... And I, at the time, it was a rather uncomfortable situation. Eye contact was a little awkward from that time going forward. Way to go, Mom. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> she told me that she wanted to tell me she was going to bingo because she was feeling lucky. <laughs> Needless to say, so was I. Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. You'll poke your eye out, I think is the takeaway <gasps> oh, no. from, from that one. Here's how Montreal wakes up. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 97.7. Throwing it way back. Frosted tips, wristbands, and acid wash jean jackets. It's a throwback Thursday on Mornings Rock with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 97.7. And I'm calling full bit on this one. You're calling what? Full bit. What's that? It's a full bit. It's like rhymes with something that's not full bit. Oh, got it. A new poll <laughs> finds that the average adult, I don't buy this at all. The average adult keeps 20 toys on average from their childhood. Three most commonly kept toys are Barbies, Legos, and Hot Wheels. On this Throwback Thursday, help us out here. Are you one of those average people that has kept 20 toys? I don't know. I was a kid when I got married, and I was a kid when I had kids, as was my wife. I'm glad she was there because it would have been awkward without her. <laughs> we have maybe kept a couple of toys of our kids for their kids. Like, we have a Fisher-Price farm that my son absolutely <sighs> loved. We have a couple of, like, the, the, the play, the play um, mobile garage that had the little yeah. people. Right? It has the elevator that brings the car down. Love. I had that one. I think that's the stuff we kept. We have some Legos and stuff. So, sure, we have toys. The airport? But yes. The air, we have the airport, too. Um, you wind it on the top for the helicopter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, therefore, there are kids' toys for our grandkids that we hopefully have someday. But I don't have any toys from when I was a kid. I don't know about, about you. I don't think I do either. I must have something. I think I still have the share Barbie doll that I have. Wow. She's really not worth anything, though, because she's missing a shoe. I think her dress is gone. You have walk of shame share. <laughs> you have you have the share that married Greg Allman. <laughs> sure, I do. Oh, wow! What a night that was. Woo! So you get for hanging out at the Fillmore. 
Other toys mentioned include G.I. Joe's, had them, don't have them anymore, Fisher-Price telephones. You know what? We have an ornament that is a Fisher-Price telephone. Small, little cute thing. That's cute. I remember that toy, though, and loving that toy. So it would be no surprise that I would go on to be a phone person. Someone likes to talk on the phone. <laughs> and bat my eyes as I'm talking. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Hold on a second. Please, my mystery date is here. <laughs> Nerf balls, My Little Pony, Etch-A-Sketch, and gaming systems. That one I get. I get people keeping the retro gaming systems like Game Boy, Nintendo. If they work, yeah. Sure, if they work. I had in television for the longest time. And um, so I guess I did keep a toy. But yeah, you don't, have, you don't have it anymore. No, I. You know, but funny. We used to have a block long yard sale every every for Memorial Day, and we donate to charity, and on our block. And I sold my television one year. Then I went to my buddy's cottage. He had bought it when I wasn't around, and he had it at his place. I'm like, I can't escape you <laughs> in television baseball. Why must you mock me? So eleven ninety seven 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 nine zero ninety seven seven. I'm not buying this, even though I said I had one toy, I guess, from my childhood. Because it what says you're supposed you have? to have more than that. Like 20 toys? You're like 20. That's a lot of toys. Yeah, exactly. So let us know if you do. You can zap them, zip them, crash them, bash them, hot wheel cars are built to take plenty of punishment and keep on rolling fast. So fast even I can't talk fast enough to tell you about all the action. Oh, right. Hot Wheels, Firebird, Funny Car, Tricar, X8, Bywayman, and Hotbird, each sold separately. Some cars not for use with some sets from Hot Wheels by Mattel. 20 sounds like a lot. One or five, maybe. I don't know. Uh, 11977 to get your text messages in or 514-790-0977 like Dan. What's going on, Dan? I was calling about, well, two things actually. About the toy. I had an old Snoopy set and there was a little rubber Snoopy that used to sit on top of the doghouse and it had wheels and I kept the rubber Snoopy so I still have that. It's actually in my car. That's oh, cute. Okay. From over 40 years. And a stuffed elephant that my sister and I got matching ones when we were one or two. I must have found it in the garbage 20 times. My dad used to try to throw it away. He used to say, you're too old. And 20 times I saved it from the garbage. Still have it to this day. Oh, good for you. I like that story. Yeah, I still have it. It's not blue anymore, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's a mystery color now. It's a mystery color, yeah. And uh, just let you know, uh, your little comment about the share walk of shame, I spit my coffee all over my room. <laughs> <and I> was... <laughs> it was just so off the cuff and brilliant. I loved it. Glad and, you uh, liked it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, you got to come clean the car now. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, guys. You have a good day. Hey, you too, Dan. It is Marcus King. It's too late. Jay, Sharon, and Chad, who still has toys from when he was a kid. Chad... You got to tell me, man, what were the toys that you have in your house? Chad's on four. What is what is the uh, the toys you still have, man? Uh, well, let's see. There is there's, there's two in particular. Uh-huh. There's a model railroad set, HO gauge, that I got when I was about 10 years old and played with it a lot. When I was a teenager, I expanded this set by buying a whole bunch of stuff. When I got in my 20s, everything was boxed up. I didn't have any room. But now... My project for next winter is to put it all back together again because I never threw it out. And I always loved playing with it, and I still have it. It's just a matter of putting everything back together again, and, uh, yeah, I still have that. So you're going from, like, a kid playing with toys to being a hobbyist. Kind of, yeah. Now, I love what you said at the beginning of the conversation. I'm going to take you back because I love it whenever people talk about stuff as if anyone has an idea what the hell they're talking about. You said 
modeled railroad and then said something seven gauge, nine gauge, four gauge, dash 20, would you say? Uh, it's H-O gauge. It's the, it's the size of the track, the size of the train. H-O gauge. I see, we learn stuff new every day here on, on Morning's Rock. So that has to do with how big the, the train track is. Basically, yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Did you have anything else or is that it? Um, well, to make room for the railroad set that I'm going to be setting up again, I'm, I was clearing out the basement and I found an old uh, gaming console, a Sega Master System. Wow. Ooh. So I also I didn't throw it out. Now, I don't know if that thing works again, but I just found it like last weekend. Actually, the game console I had for the longest time, but I had no cartridges. But I found a box full of cartridges this weekend. Oh, wow. So I'm interested to see if that thing actually still works. Now, yeah. we, know what we're, now we know what you're doing this weekend. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, Thank cool. you so much, man. We appreciate you being part of the show today. No problem. Take it easy, guys. Hey, do you, you too. Do you think when someone's partner hears like a guy like Dan on the radio and they're like, oh, God. Why did he have to find the trains? I thought I buried the trains. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, a little bit of a caveat there, too. When you, when you talk about 20 toys being kept, that's one toy with many parts. That's true. Similar to the texture that says, I still have my entire Smurf collection. 200 plus figurines. Wow. Since he's eight years old. I Two Rubbermaids filled with memorabilia from my childhood. That having been said, 50 years in, I've never actually stopped buying toys. So I'm probably not the right person to ask. And I just said he when it came to the Smurf collection. It's Tanya. Okay. Sorry about that, Tanya. Fernando and Rosemont, good morning. Jane Sharon. Good morning, Fernando. I don't have toys, but I still have my collection of Mad Magazines and Archies. That is amazing. That's cool, because those are timeless. Yeah, they really are. And if you don't want to keep them around, just bring them to a dentist's office, because that seems to be the final resting place. <laughs> that an OK Hello magazine, whatever that one is about the Royals. <laughs> I just sip my coffee on. <laughs> <laughs> Loving the text and the calls. Keep them coming. Guys at 11977, I still have my electronic quarterback from 1981. Cool. Now, when you think about video games today and just the graphics, the sound, the music, how intense they are, keep in mind that in 1981, this was entertainment. Literally. The LED action is how it's described on screen. You play that for hours. No kidding. A little thumb cramp. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Trading it all. Nuh-uh. Finger 11 and one thing. And 514-790-0977. What one thing did you keep? Hi, Shom. Hi, my name is uh, Thomas. You guys are talking about uh, toys you still get uh, when you're older. Yeah. What do you got? Um, so I was just wondering, have you guys ever heard of Connects? Yes. Yes. I, I am the biggest fan of that, and uh, it just made me think of that and uh, wanted to mention it a bit. Uh, and I, I don't know if you guys uh, go on Facebook, you, you can find Connect Builders Unite, and you can find some of my stuff there. Thomas Piquet, I'm a huge fan, and uh, I just wanted to see if anybody else knows it, because almost nobody knows it. Everybody knows Lego, but not very many people know Connect. My wife actually kept a whole rubber made of that stuff at the cottage for when the young the young kids come now. Because there's motors in it where you can, like, build cars. They just put batteries in them. Exactly. I, I love it. And uh, uh, for me, I, I personally, like, I've mixed in my drill motors as well. And, and I'll buy, like, springs off of Amazon, bring in elastics, the glue, cut some pieces, modify it, just so that I can take it a few steps further. And I, I don't like to follow instructions. I like to make my own stuff. I started when I was three years old with this stuff, and now I'm 33. So, uh, wow. wow. That's neat. <laughs> Um, I have one suggestion. You said your Facebook page is called um, Connects uh, United or Unite? Uh, it's, it's not. It's not my page, but oh. there's Connects Builders Unite, 
And then if, if you go there and then search my name, Thomas Piquet, you, you can then find things that I've added to it. Cool. Well, my only suggestion would be then that someone should, it's just a missed opportunity, I think. It should be Connects Builders Connect. Uh, well, uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put in a suggestion. Okay, I'm here all week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Thomas, thanks so much for sharing your toys with us. Play on. Thank you so much. Uh, have, have a great one, guys. Show them rocks. Mike, the tow truck driver, just called, too, and he has 300 cars and trucks that he kept from when he was a kid, and he said he's in the midst right now of building a miniature scrapyard at home. How cute. So talk about like bringing your work home with you. No kidding. Being a tow truck driver and building a scrapyard. That's awesome. In your own home. And you know, it sort of shows what you're going to be when you grow up. If you find something that you like when you're little, and look at that. Still plays with cars. Uh, heard from Alana V. Still has her Pataburp doll from the 60s. Look that up. Cute little doll. Does it burp? I, I think if you pat it, you pat, it on, pat it on the back. Yeah. Okay. That's how it works, Jay. Just like in real life. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> Come I mean, here, I'll pat you back. Does Patty Cake actually make cakes? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Does Raggedy Ann have an Andy? <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm a little bit leery of saying who wrote this text because of what it says, which is that I kept many of my two boys' toys and one was the Ninja Turtles dome with all the turtles' figurines and accessories. A few years ago, my adult boys moved out, cleaned out their toys from the basement, and we gave almost everything away. I snuck that Ninja Turtle whole set back in without them knowing for sentimental reasons. They just played with it so much. And so for her, she writes, that it meant keeping a little part of them being small. A few weeks ago, she writes, my son sent me a photo that that thing was worth worth almost $2,000. Wow. And she hasn't told them that she still has it. I feel like we're sending people scurrying to their basements this morning <laughs> to see what if things are, are still worth any money. <laughs> Someone has a 1981 Firepower Pinball and Coleco football game, Ooh, cool. Burger Time Coleco. the video game, nice. and I wish I still had my He-Man Castle Grayskull action figures. Nice. Also wish I had the Evil Knievel wind-up bike in action. Oh, I had that, and it would just, it, yeah, it would fly. Oh, it you fly could, off. You could yeah, hit yeah. the ramp. I was, uh, I was a little tomboy when I was uh, growing up, so my friends on the street were mostly boys. Um, and they had that. Super cool to watch that. Yeah. Sometimes they'd let me play. <laughs> if they knew, if they knew, if they knew good for themselves. Exactly. Let's leave it with this one because if you know, you know. Here on a half shell turtle power. It's mornings rock with Jay Sharon and Chantel. God, that was so tight. That's what the kids say, right? Tight as in good? Show 97.7. New music, movies, shows you cannot miss, and so much more. All courtesy of the biggest head in Montreal. We measured. That's a huge noggin. Has its own weather system. It's Cheese Jams. Very excited. This week, a brand new Eddie Murphy movie. Joe Elliott sees a ghost and a chance for you to boldly go where... Actually, people have been there a lot, but anyway, you get the picture. First up, new Eddie Murphy movie. It's called You People. Here's the elevator pitch. What happens when Jonah Hill wants to marry the daughter of Eddie Murphy? What's going on? Tell me about life. How are you? This is your white granddaddy come back to haunt me. What? Now this is my fault? <clears throat> so you want to marry my daughter? Yes. Yes, I do. Well, Ezra, you could try. Can you honestly say that your family is excited to have my black ass in the picture? 
Oh my gosh, you are so beautiful. I think the police okay. are f up towards black people. I like your braids. Thank you. Exhibit head braids. <laughs> Oh, so you're all Muslim. Very much so. I love it. This kufi that I'm wearing was actually a gift from the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. Mm. Are you familiar with the minister's work? Well, I'm familiar with what he said about the Jews. You know what, let's have dinner. Reviews are insane for this movie. That's Julia Louis-Dreyfus and David Duchovny as Jonah Hill's parents. BT dubs. It's streaming right now on Netflix. Check it out. Up next, Swedish rockers Ghost have released a new version of their song, Spillways, featuring a guest appearance by Def Leppard singer Joe Elliott, who told Metal, Metal Hammer magazine he was introduced to Ghost's music through Def Leppard guitarist Phil Collin, who described Ghost as Scando goth metal, but with brilliant melodies. But Joe describes this collaboration you're about to hear as way more Toto than death metal. All your faith, all your So Ghost is so melodic, but so epic as well. So the Def Leppard style of vocals really sort of fits that song well, I think. Totally. It's got a, a definitely a Leopard vibe. The video's weird. It takes place in an Irish pub if you want to check that out. And finally, if you really want to do something this weekend really out there, check out the Canadian Space Conference. It's happening this weekend in Montreal. The theme of the conference is Space Through the Looking Glass in recognition of the historic scientific achievements of humanity's launch of the James Webb Telescope. I know, nerdy goodness. And listen, think about it. It's such a great way to walk around and introduce yourself like this. Some people call me the space cowboy. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. And that, my friends. Some people call me Maurice. <laughs> it's Jay's Jams. These gems are always available at Shome.com. Internet magic. And mornings always rock. With Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Shome 97.7. I feel like the success of Liam Gallagher has been a bit of a kick in the arse for Noel. He's, hey. watching, he's watching Baby Brother get pretty successful, doing really well, selling nights at Nebworth. Mm -hmm. And respectfully, he's playing second stage at noon during the festival. And he's like, you know what? You want me to write a banger? Want me to write an Oasis-esque tune? If I'm inspired to do so, I will. I kind of feel like that's what this record's like. The other thing, too, that Liam's got going for him is uh, his more positive attitude than his brother's. True. When it comes to at least, uh, you know, the possibility of an Oasis reunion. Yeah, it's pretty much summed up for me in the, the Oasis doc, Supersonic, which you, if you haven't seen, you got to watch it. Noel Gallagher says, my brother's like a dog. He just, give me affection, give me affection, give me love. He's like, I'm, I'm a cat. I'm a bit of a, you can imagine what word he, he uses. Spitch. And you'd be, no. Jerk. No, rhymes with runt. Anyhow, oh, well. before we go. They're so British that way. Very much. <laughs> but with an accent, it's almost charming. Exactly. You're saying uh, before we go, I want to throw something. I'm looking at a text message from uh, Papa Joe from like an hour and a half ago uh, with regard to uh, Nickelback. Can we win tickets? How? Did I miss something? 
uh, yep. We were giving tickets away all week. And not to rub it in, Papa Joe, but it's really worth your time to keep it locked on to show them 97.7 so that you don't miss out on chances at winning tickets to fun shows like Nickelback. And we did it this week with Shom's 8-Tracks. We'll do 8-Tracks again next week and hatch another fun prize to it. And that happens at 7.10, Monday through Friday. Strutting your stuff when you throw, show off your uh, music knowledge. Randy Renault, who if you listen closely to Morning's Random, which is in a moment, you might catch his name, is in in a couple of minutes. <laughs> Randy will get you into uh, continued Friday mode because uh, that's the way we roll. Heading into a nice long rock ride coming up in just a sec. Wanting to thank everybody for uh, for <laughs> the steady stream of text messages throughout every single morning this week. We we uh, we hit a few fun nerves with some. Uh, it was great. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like we said, we talked about jobs that uh, that have secrets to it or dream jobs even this morning, too. Um, we have fun jobs. There's no secret there. We love coming to work, so thanks for being a part of that. Yeah, but we're out of here now, so later. Yeah, see it, suckers. No. All that's left <laughs> is to say this. <gasps> Bye. Here's some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was completely out of context. It's Mornings Random with Jay, Sharon, and Chantel. Okay, ma'am. All right. (laughs) I know. Stop. No, no. Stop. Sharon. Stop. Sharon. Sharon, stop. What? Randall, Randall. Randall. Southern Comfort and Neo Citrin. Some moose knuckle for your Tuesday. You have walk of shame, share. Follow your art. Follow your art. Follow your art. Maggots. I mean, he's yelling at the coffin. And you know where you are? It seemed to only come while you're lathering your loofah. Oh, my oh, God. <laughs> Sir and or madam. <laughs> while though this might be the world's biggest one, I don't want to lick it. You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shom, Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long.